KTRS. There's been an ongoing struggle in downtown St. Louis on uh, Tucker. There's a Shell gas station that has uh, been the site of so many different crimes and and um, uh, nuisance and, and problems that they want to shut it down. And there's a story in the Post-Dispatch this morning about how there is a judge that is um, trying to made a ruling about city zoning laws, one in which is some obscure zoning law which may or may not shut down the Shell Station on Tucker, which is almost catty-corner to the old St. Louis Post-Dispatch building, one in which I know, Antonio French, you are well aware of this Shell Station and know the history of this uh, Shell Station. It hasn't been very good, and it has been the home to a lot of problems over the years, has it not? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been there many a time. Um, yeah, people know this Shell Station very well. Uh, it's pretty convenient, you know, as far as, if you want to get some gas or get a quick snack downtown, a, a lot for many years that was about the the only place you could right downtown. Uh, there are some other places that have popped up since then, uh, and I think you know a lot of the professionals are kind of going have probably gone to some of these other places, and uh, that shell station in particular has just become like home to a lot of chaos and mischief and and crime and criminality, and uh, it's been a lot of calls for service there. It's been a problem, and it's been on uh, downtown folks' radar for a long time, and it looks like they're looking for some kind of way to shut it down. Here's, here's what I don't understand. The guy who owns the, the, the place in the papers quoted saying, we spent an insane amount of money on trying on off-duty security, on more cameras and more this. Everybody wants to shut it down. Is it really the business's problem that it's crime infested. I mean, it seems like they're the victim, just like everybody else. No, indeed, they are. Uh, I feel bad for you know small businesses. I'm a small business owner myself, and a lot of times, um, you know, things that are characteristic of the city, uh, you know, when they happen at when they happen at your address, they hold you accountable for it, even though you, as you say, are as much a victim as anybody else. Uh, I'm sure they're very frustrated, uh, as anybody is who's doing business, you know, in some of these neighborhoods in the city, especially downtown, with the level of crime. And, and just their nature of business, you know, every they allow everybody to come in. There's no, like, stopping people at the door and, like, you know, seeing if they're worthy of buying gas. It's open to everybody. Uh, the homeless problem downtown, poverty problems, drugs, violence, all that stuff seems to you know, congregate around places like that, usually because, you know, come after – Five or six o'clock, they're one of the few businesses that are open, and they they still open very late. They might be open twenty four hours, in fact. So uh, it, a lot of stuff happens to happen at that restaurant at that uh, location. Um, you know, they say they have invested in security, security cameras. They cooperate with the police. They say, you know, they, they're frustrated. They don't know what else to do, too. Yeah, and so uh, the city's going to shut them down. I mean, it it, it it's I don't know. It just seems. Like counterintuitive, I, yeah, I get it. This is a place where there's a high crime area. If that's the high crime area and everyone knows where it is, why 25 years later we still haven't been able to put a substation in there, make it a regional police station? I don't know. It's, I, I mean, it's just sort of going after the business and shutting the business down just means those people are going to go somewhere else to do their crime. So you haven't solved the crime problem, and all you did was ruin this guy's business. 
Well, uh, sadly, it's an approach that St. Louis takes too often. You, you say, yeah, okay, if, if we know that crime is occurring on a regular basis on this corner, well, hey, that should make it pretty easy for the police to secure that corner and, and to make it safe. But, uh, you know, so many times, whether it's, you know, Washington Avenue and the, uh, the nighttime activity that got out of control, and so the city's answer is to basically shut it down. And so now there's not any activity going on downtown uh, uh, on Washington Avenue, really, at night. The nightlife was just killed. And, and that happens with so many things that the, the city's response is just to shut it down. Well, the consequence then is that, you know, you've got dead parts of town, and that doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we talked on it last week, but the mayor and the police chief ha- held their news conference crowing about crime being down. I think it was the same week, within seven days, of all the criminologists saying that they're not releasing crime data. Uh, it was a bizarre news conference last week while they were promoting crime was down. At the same week, these criminologists all around town were saying, you guys aren't releasing any crime data. Yeah, listen, city officials are starving for some good news. And, you know, if they if they can interpret these numbers as crime is down, uh, you know, that might technically be correct. That, you know, maybe homicides are, are lower and fewer homicides this year than there were last year. That's a good thing fewer shootings than there were last year. That's a good thing. But are the level of homicides and the level of shootings and the level of violence still higher than most places, almost all places in America? And the answer is yes. It's still way too high. Uh, And, you know, this, this is the perception of the city. The city leaders, the mayor, the police chief are, and, you know, business leaders, even people who have interest in uh, in the reputation of the city are really trying to combat. And so they're trying to use these stats. But as you say, it, it, they would be better received if they were also, if they also came with some transparency on the numbers. Um, and this police chief and this mayor, uh, you know, we just wrote an editorial in the post about this. When it comes to transparency on any number of issues, they are not it, man. They, they clamp down and just instinctively start withholding information. And it really doesn't build trust either with the public or with journalists or with, you know, criminologists, uh, social scientists. People want to see the data, see if this stuff is real, and the city isn't showing. So, you know, we take it with a grain of salt. Not only that, but they also stepped on their own message. This was the first time the police chief was available to answer questions about the bar PM where the police officer drove into the plate glass window. So even if the news conference is about better crime stats... It was overshadowed by the bar PM story because they never answered questions before. So just in terms of PR, it was terribly it was it, it was a terrible look for him. Exactly. So listen, I know this police chief is new to the city, but uh, part of the gig is talking to the public. You know, you can't just you can't only come out of your hole when you want to say, "Hey, guess what? I'm doing a great job. Pat me in the back and then try to run back in the hole." Like we want to hear from you on a regular basis, especially when there are high-profile, controversial things going on with your department, like that case with the, uh, you know, with the bar owner uh, on the south side who was detained, had his business, you know, front of his business destroyed by police, then, uh, you know, thrown into jail. We need some action for what happened. You know, why are police cruisers crashing in the city on a regular basis now? We've, we've had a couple, another one since then. Uh, you know, so the police chief needs to uh, be better about communicating 
uh, if he wants his message to be well received, I think. Yeah, it was uh, just a it was just PR 101. You're, you're coming out with good news, and the first question is going to be about the bad news you haven't talked about in the last three weeks. So it's just that's you learn that on your first day in uh, PR school, but that's a whole other issue. Antonio, we'll leave it there. Stay warm. Thanks for checking in. Have a good one.